Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Debbie G, and this is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today, and we're going to be talking about uh, a little bit about her spirituality gone wild, and we're also going to get into some tornado chasing. That was something we said we we're going to talk about this week. But I have to start off with an email from Bridge, one of our listeners, who says, can I just say, obviously, I'm a huge fan. I just want to say that Debbie's saying when she gets down brain goes to the idea this could be my last day on earth. I almost thought I was the only one who did that to pick themselves up. I just loved it. It was like, okay, I'm not the only one. God, I love you guys and your talks. Thank you. You're all amazing. So you're making a mark already, Debbie. I love this. I love you guys. Good stuff going on here. What so, rock stars, man? Yeah. I got it. Who, who was that? This was Bridge. Hi, Bridge. Bridge, yeah. you, you are my new favorite. You're my, I'm your fan. Thank you. I love this. I love that. And thank you very much. And isn't that great? It is. If today were your last day, it actually is a cool Nickelback song. If y'all want to look that up, Mm. but for real, if today was your last day, what would you do differently right now? This very second. And it's such, God, I'm going to tell you how real this is. I just want to send a huge prayer out to our friend Renee Popovich, who I just had on not long ago. Josie Herndon interviewed her, and they just gave her six months to live. Oh. And she's a big attorney out in Chicago, Illinois. Hmm. But she – and and she also did this incredible artwork that she channeled through the angels. It's just amazing stuff. But, you know, just hearing that – it always brings up my own mortality mm. in that, you know, she's my age. I'm 53. And it's just like, well, not, it doesn't matter what age you are, though. Age is not relevant. That's just a number. It's not relevant in our choices. It's not relevant in what we're, what it is that we're deciding to move for, forward and how that we're choosing to live. So that's true. I just want to, that's a huge, but a huge thank you. And if I could ask everybody to please send our friend Renee as many healing and loving vibes as possible, I would love that. Thank you. Consider that done. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you get the news like that, that's, that's one of those pieces that kind of hits you between the eyes. And on the other hand, we know there are plenty of stories of if, you know, if the person really is committed, they, there can be healings. They do happen. So. It really is going to come down to a large degree about, you know, what her mindset is, what she wants to do. But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, if she wants it, hey, we're sending the, the vibes to help support her. And that's a good thing. Yep. So in talking about living, that's really what it came down to. I'm going to just tell you all something. Okay, look, today was a really busy day. I have mm-hmm. been in meeting after meeting. And right before you text me, like literally I had, I laid on the my- this is how I took care of myself. I knew I had this coming, but I had a lot of things going on. And I was like, I literally went and laid in my bed for like five minutes. Mm. Five minutes. If you guys ever just like had so much going on and your brain just goes. Yeah, you like have to that, shut down. Yeah, it did that. It did that like that. It literally just like that. I swear. It's like, what the hell was that? No, (laughs) seriously. And I was like, oh my God. 
that's not how I want to live my last day. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I planted myself on my bed to just breathe. Mm. To just breathe. Yeah. You know, I remember that the anxiety or stresses or whatever is all really useless other than showing me that I need to stop. And when I Mm -hmm. say stop, I mean like I literally went and climbed in my bed, just laid there and was just breathing. Deep belly breath in. Deep belly, belly, belly breath. Not with your shoulders, not with your neck. Deep diaphragm belly breaths and oxygenating my cells. And then I got a message from Walt and I went, oops, that's enough for that. <laughs> so it was a very short session, but hopefully productive. Five minutes and I went, that's all it took though. It was all it took. And, and now I'm like, I'm on overdrive of gratitude to be here, to be present with you. And I'm ready to talk about tornado chasing whenever you are. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. And, and sometimes we just need a reset. That's, I kind of consider that a reboot. Like you, you just need to restart the computer. And that's basically what you did. And, and how long does it take to reboot a computer? You know, five minutes, maybe depends on how much stuff you got on. It was truly like an intention setting five minutes of just deep breath and. Mm-hmm. Plus, I've also had some opportunities this week to speak my truth. Well, where I'm going to tell you, sometimes speaking my truth is hard. I don't like hurting people's feelings. Nobody does. So how do you speak your truth and make it not personal and also in kindness? If you're asking me, the way I do that is I I do it strictly in terms of I statements. I don't talk about the other person. I just talk about me. I talk about what I do, what I think, what I'm having, what I'm enjoying, what I'm not enjoying, that kind of thing. I like the me. I like the me approach. You know, Mm. the perspective, it's just this is from me. Well, you know, one of the things I had to do is I've had to open like I'd have to open safe container. Mm -hmm. And to open safe container means. Being willing to say, I really need to have a, a, a conversation with you. And it, it might be uncomfortable. It might not be uncomfortable, but let's create a safe container. And what safe container is everybody? This is a really great communication tool. Safe container. And I think we went over this last week. We did. So yeah. we but did. this is good. It's good to review. I had to do it again. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just once. I had to do it again. Mm-hmm. And this safe container, it's just about making the agreement to be in a non-judgment zone, to make the agreement to not be, to not be judgy. And, and so I had to do it again. And I, and I stepped up and I thought, you know, and what's happening when I'm doing this is I'm just finding that my relationships are, they feel whole. Mm, Good. That's really good. There's a substance to the relationship that feels good. So yeah, that's, that, oh, that's healthy. Yeah. That, that's when you get a feeling like that, that's a feeling of healthiness. That's a feeling of I've got myself in a, in a good vibe place. The relationship's in a good vibe place. No matter what happens with it, I'm good with it. That's good. Totally. Yeah. Yep. And then I was on with David yesterday and I was sharing, um, 
I was sharing my my disdain at my 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 butt right now because my butt like okay. literally my ass my, okay. my butt. <laughs> I think we made that clear. <laughs> Cause, well, because let me tell you what I opened my mouth and I chewed and I swallowed and I sat on my butt and I worked and I worked and I worked and I worked and I gained like. I want to say 35 pounds, but I think it's closer to 40. And I'm five foot ten. All right, I can get away with a lot, but I'm at my limit. So, <laughs> so Steve Weber comes over with Victoria. They come over to my house. Oh, come on, Debbie, we're gonna do this this shoot. And I'm normally this way up. I don't have any long mirrors in my house. I was telling David this. I'm like, I don't actually stand in the mirror and look at myself much, except my fate or here up like my bathroom isn't my full body i have one over there like if i'm gonna go out i'll check myself out How, mm-hmm. okay, okay we're good we're good okay so we did a video where it was my full body <laughs> oh, oh my god <laughs> I, I watched this and i went oh I had like this turkey neck thing. I was like, oh my God, my turkey neck's like about to sting on its own. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not beating the shit out of myself. I promise you guys, this is not what this is about at all. This is me being very real. And I know you all have felt this. I don't care if you are a man or a woman. And if you are in your fifties, if you've ever, ever just taken a side view at some things that can kind of start happening. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Double, double. So uh, actually, actually, that was what my experience was about a year ago, a little over a year ago. Yeah, exactly the same experience. Yeah. And it's been an interesting trip back. I am making progress, but it's been an interesting trip back. Yeah. yeah. I would like to say that that did such a, that, that I would love to tell you all that that experience of that rude awakening. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Mm-hmm. I'd love for you to tell you all that that shifted everything right immediately, but it didn't. It didn't. What it did is it made me sit and think about it for a minute. I needed to beat myself up for about 24 hours, and I did a really good job. So after I was black and blue, <laughs> feeling like Rocky, <laughs> you know. Well, well, at least you're thorough. Well, That's good. I'm gonna get through this. You know, all the crowns. Adrian's. Adrian. <laughs> I gained 40 pounds. <laughs> oh. Coming back and just like, here's what it is though. Um, and it was a really, here's, okay. I'm going to give you all a couple of reasons why that my gaining weight is a trigger for me. Okay. I'm just going to be even more real. <sighs> 21 years ago, I weighed 290 pounds wow. and I lost 150 pounds and I've kept wow. it off. I've kept it off while all these years. So Good for you, by the way, thank you. And I love that. And I know a lot about health and I know a lot about how to do it. Right. So when I'm being honest with you and saying I didn't gain COVID, I'd love to say that COVID is the reason I gained weight. And I'd love to blame it on something other than my mouth chewing the food and swallowing it. Wouldn't that be nice if you could do that? I mean, Jesus, man, so nice. But it's not true. No, it's not. No. And then I well, you know, you get to a certain age and it gets harder to lose. No, the minute that I stop eating and the stuff I'm not supposed to, it starts falling off. That's not true either. Y'all are just bullshitting yourselves. Just stop. I'm telling you. Just stop. 
you know. I also don't have a thyroid. I have thyroid conditions. I don't have one. Had radiation. And I'm telling you, just stop that. Just stop. Don't give yourself any excuses. Just own it. Just look and say, I ate that. And if you're going to eat it, at least love the thing you're eating while you're eating it. At least. But this all comes down to, honestly, it really is about this form of self-love. I have a golden heart. Like, I do. I'm a, I am, I We've love gotten that me. already, by the way. We know, we already know that. We can tell. Thank you. I, you know, it was really cool. Um, it's one thing about myself. It's like, I would date me in a hot yes. second. I'm single. <laughs> I would date me. I'd date me faster than you can imagine. Cause I'm like, I'd hang out with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I date, and I do it all the time. I date me. Sure. And I don't care what I look like when I'm dating me. And That's I love true. me. So that's how I finally flipped it around and went, I really like who I am as a human being. Good. Who I, this, this little chubby chunky thing. Well, yeah, it's more, it's lovable and it's quite smushy, but. (laughs) I love that word. (laughs) Smushy. (laughs) Mushy. You know, you, you give me a great little adjective to work with there because I'm I'm thinking about my own smushiness and I've, I've reduced the smushiness in half, which is an improvement, you know, but I still have a little Ooh. bit left, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. And there is no secret to this. It's called um, loving yourself, I think, right where you're at. How did you now? Did you change what you're eating? I mean, obviously. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, part of it was um, I'm not the only one in the family who uh, likes the sweets. So Louise and I had to kind of agree, you know, we need to get off because she was even picking up more than I was. So, you know, and, and when she had, uh, speaking of thyroid, she's also been dealing with a thyroid issue. And although she's making okay. really good progress with hers, but um, at her last appointment, they weighed her and, and uh, she did not like the results. So that kind of that, that convinced her more than anything I could have said. And she just decided, okay, yep, I, I agree with Walt. We got to start cutting this back. So we started cutting it back, and I, I'm seeing results. She's still not quite sure if she's seeing the results yet, but I'm seeing results. And, and we've only been doing it for you know, two or three months, something like that. So it's not like we're deep into this. But, mm, um, I love that. Yeah. May I may I offer a suggestion for her? Yeah, sure. Um, thank you. I would tell her to make sure that she's taking that she's using iodine. Checking. To, um, I can send you some links, but iodine is a really mm-hmm. big thing with our thyroid, and there's a lot of other things. I actually had radiation; it's gone, so mm-hmm. I don't yeah. have one at all. But I still know that there's some iodine and there's some other things that are really super important for um, our system. Uh, black uh, bladder rack. Now, I'm not telling you all to go take anything. I'm just telling you mm-hmm. what I do. Sure. So yeah. I use iodine and I, I use bladderac and I'm thinking of going into CMOS, like checking out CMOS. And I'll tell you why. CMOS has 92 of our, we have 102 minerals in our body and CMOS has 92 of those. Uh-huh. So when you're juicing or if you would, when you are eating, uh, in a more, at a more healthy rate, if you're putting the minerals into your body, then your body's not needing the nutrients. You see, hunger is water. And needing to be nutrients. Most of us have decided that hunger means I need to chow down on something, something, something. Yeah, sure. And it's just habits, belief systems. I mean, there's countries where they've never even heard of sugar. (laughs) I mean. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. I don't know where they are, but I'm sure they're there. (laughs) 
probably some like cute little tribe in Africa that we've never heard of that I'm just like, I mean, but seriously, like there's, there's some, there's some places where diet, um, they're in Africa actually that some of these tribes have got it down. Not only is they the most compassionate tribe in Africa, which is awesome, but there's also the fact that they, ha- they have these diets that are health, that are from the earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. So I think we all kind of really do know what to do. It's just this Western society. I, I am a pure example of Western society. Mm, sure. I, I, I'm from Southern California. And I was talking about this last night. We love In-N-Out. In-N-Out Burger, Walt. Oh, right. <laughs> is In-N-Out Burger. Now, there, there's nothing right about this ever, but Anybody who's from California, even if you leave, you come back. Oh, first thing you want when you get off that plane <laughs> is you want an In-N-Out burger. This is how our society, we're so trained. I love you, In-N-Out, because we're so trained. Like, we have to have that. And I said, you know, I'm not even sure it's the whole burger. I think it's the experience that you have to sit in oh, line. Sure. And, yeah, if you, and in fact, if you're not sitting in like a two-block line, then the experience is defeated. Because I know when I've been to In-N-Out and there's no line, I feel like I cheated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> no, so I think it's the experience of the light. I don't know. Anyway, it is just Well well it's true. It, I mean all the stuff that's that surrounds the things that we choose regularly become habitual. The the whole totally. experience becomes habitual. And that's really what you're describing. You're describing exactly. the habit of that. Yeah. And and once the habit totally. gets going, you have a lot of momentum to overcome to get that habit going the other direction. Um I don't like to be uncomfortable. I don't think anybody does. Simple. I am a, a, a foofy foofy. I don't want to be uncomfortable. My well, I shouldn't say is- that. I, I can think of, I can think of one person who, he doesn't want to be uncomfortable, but he appreciates it a lot. Who? Oh. My friend Joel Elston, who used to be a co-host on the show. Joel, fact, you're, uh, Joel. Yeah. Why does he say, yeah, I've seen him. He's cool, man. He's really cool. Yeah. And, and the reason he takes that position, and, and I kind of warmed to this position, is that you don't really do any growing until you're not comfortable. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, true. it's one of those annoying facts of life, you know? It just it, It's one of those things that just kind of won't go away, despite all your desire to make it go away. It just doesn't want to go. So the yeah. appreciations and being uncomfortable, but I'm yeah. just being real about it, but I don't necessarily like it. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. I mean, you know the princess and the pea? Yes. <laughs> that was you? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I learned something. Else. I didn't know you were so tall. I didn't realize you were five ten. You're a good sized woman, there. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got it good now. Yeah. I'm, I'm really good. <laughs> yes, I'm big well, and beautiful today. You, well, you're, you're the closest of any of my co-hosts to my height. I'm six eight. My son is six seven. Yeah. So you know that that's that's like I'm used to dealing with people who are five foot to five four. You know. So oh, this is, this cute is little tea. They're, they're wonderful. I love them. Little tea. They're like little teacups. <laughs> little teacups. I won't repeat that to them. But <laughs> they're like these little cute little teacups. Oh look at you know and 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 actually, well, this is really like part of the whole being really tall, really big. You mm. know, um, and I'm not talking about chunky wonky. Uh, Patty, I'm talking about just being a big person. Yeah, right. Um, I was the tallest girl in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was the tallest girl pretty much always up until about 16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and they finally started getting bigger. But I was gar- I was Scott Sasquatch and and mm. Bigfoot, and I do uh. have a big ass foot. That's not that's not not true. When I roller skate, I have farther to fall. I know the feeling. God, right? I mean, seriously, yeah. I do want to roller skate again. Everybody else see those out there just kind of like cruising, and 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 I'm just like, yeah, yeah, okay, so. My goal is to get myself at least strong enough to go back to roller skating. But back yeah. to being tall, my boys face it too because they're six four and six seven, and my granddaughter mm-hmm. is my granddaughter is eight years old and she's almost five feet. Wow! Yeah, she's I mean, quick. Right? Yeah. So loving ourselves, I, I think we, you and I, were we're. Well, we're from the land of gargantuans. Yes. We'll have to tell you about that sometime. We're not really from the earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you this. You're familiar, I'm sure, with tall clubs in America, right? Because that, that's something that only no. people are aware of. No, you're not familiar with that one? Oh, okay. Well, I'm one of a few. But anyway, it's, it's a club. You would actually qualify uh, because the uh, the minimum heights are 6'2 for men and 5'10 for women. So you're in. Um, but I actually went to a club. And one of the things that they do at a lot of the club meetings is they'll measure to see, especially if it's your first time, they'll find out, you know, where are you? And I was the tallest person at a tall club meeting. I mean. God bless your soul. I yeah. love that. Yeah. You and my son are like almost neck and neck though. Is that? Yeah. Well, yeah. Six, seven. I mean, he's Michael Jordan's height. So yeah. Isn't that yeah. rad? Yeah. So now he has a size 16, almost 17 foot. Oh, I'm nowhere near that. I'm, I'm size 14. Okay. Okay. So my, both yeah. my boys were 16 by the time they were 16. Wow. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Yeah. So here's the, here's the beauty of that. So I think that we know the extremes, mm-hmm. you know, we're not, we're, we are so far into the extreme. And so, and I think that, that we chose to come to the earth like this just so that we could step into a space of, I love myself no matter what. And it was because being a woman, okay. I always looked at all these cute, dainty, cute little petite teacups with little tiny hands. And I mean, dude, I could reach over an octave on a piano. Yeah. These are so That's, what, that's, what, I, that's one of the advantages of being tall. You have big hands. I mean, I was a piano player too. I know exactly I what you mean. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, oh, we can, we can shred it. That's a cool thing. It is. There's lots of things that I can, I can reach. We can get stuff out that y'all need little chairs for. I'm sorry. You know, my wife does that all the time. Well, can you come in here and get this off the top shelf of the closet? <laughs> How tall is your wife? Um, five, six when she's really standing up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way she explained it to me the first time we talked on the phone. When I stand up straight, I'm five, six, she says. When she stands up straight. Oh, Lord, help me. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm just like seeing them. I mean. That's pretty, but it, but it, your height, like, actually, I think that's pretty cute when you have like really tall and a little teacup wife. That's so adorable. Well, it was, it was a challenge at first. It's gotten to the point where after the first couple of years of marriage, we didn't even think about it anymore. I mean, there's, there have been occasions where Louise said, you know, I just noticed once again something I haven't thought about in a while. You're really quite tall, but I hadn't thought of you that way. And that's, yeah, where, that, that's yeah. the way it gets into you. You get to a space where it's not even part of the conversation anymore. It's just, yeah, you know, yeah, totally. It's, it, it really, except when something has to come off the top shelf. Other than that, you know, that and when, when, it, when it comes to the car, you know, like Christopher, yeah. yeah, when it comes to the car and he has to be in the car for a long time and all that. But this is, it still also goes back to just accepting yourself in the way that you are. 
It is. Yeah. There was no way. There was no way I was going to get my legs cut off so I could be shorter. You know, I've actually made that offer to people. I've had people tell me that they wish they were tall like I was. And I said, well, if you can figure out a way to surgically remove the height without hurting me, you can have it. It's yours. <laughs> no one's figured this out yet, but, you know, it's a standing offer that's out there. Yeah, no. Oh, I think you're and, – and this is where – this is it, – it, it's so wonderful because uh, you're perfectly perfect the way that you are. And I'm well, perfectly – and I'm perfectly perfect the way I am. Regardless of the, but see the life we were, okay, back to the conditioning. We talked about the in and out. It was not a plug for you in and out though. I love you. <laughs> um, it sure sounded one, but uh, I know, okay. but it, it just wasn't, but yeah. this is, but this is another comparison, mm-hmm. comparison to, uh, behaviors and patterns and things like that. And, and, and men and women both. Looking at, you know, the stars and the magazines and the this and the that and, you know, mm-hmm. to be, to be these things. It's, and then to learn how to not be in comparison, but rather compersion. Because compersion. Hmm. Okay. I hadn't heard that. All right. Yep. We're going to talk all about compersion right now. Okay. All right. So the opposite of comparison or competition. Ah, okay. Com- Compersion. Compersion is a real word, and this word means to be in celebration of others' accomplishments and achievements. Oh, nice. For an example, if you see a baby and that baby takes its first steps, you are celebrating. Oh, my gosh. Oh, look at that. Oh, my God. Look mm-hmm. what you just did. Mm-hmm. You are in a complete state of compersion. Okay. C-O-M. P-E-R-S-I-O-N, compersion. I learned a new word today. Okay. So what I am saying and encouraging is if you, like I am, if I can be in in joy and elation for your accomplishments and for Mm -hmm. who you are in a beautiful state of compersion, celebrating you, Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking about, comparing myself to you i'm not thinking about well, well well what the hell did that happen for them i've been working all this time what yeah, the doesn't hell? Really come into it yeah that's that's it outside the conversation yeah no yeah. it just it doesn't you know because the competition thing just got completely squashed right right because you're already and mind heart coherent with celebratory uh uh expression mm-hmm to that person that probably really needs it because when we when we do have an accomplishment, it's so much fun to share and say, yeah. oh, you're not even going to believe this. You're going to be so excited about this. La, 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 la. I'm so excited. Well, maybe you'll be excited, but hey, check it out. And to have somebody come back and, instead of just doing, oh, that's really nice. <laughs> instead, having them, if, if you're one of those nice that goes right through your nose when you say it, just stop. And instead, you're going, <laughs> Instead, you're going, oh, my God, that's so awesome. It's a different feel. So I try that. Get back Mm -hmm. with me. Get back with me and tell me how that's working for you. And honestly, it is a life changer. It's a different form of expression of it's a different form of expressing gratitude, too. Well, what you're really doing is you're, you're getting yourself excited about the things that you should be excited about rather than just being lackadaisical about the things that you're excited about. Or should be excited about. I have another secret for you too. What's that? If 
we do, in fact, practice this, because I do, mm-hmm. from my heart, I will watch and see all kinds of manifesta- manifestations continue to open up in my own life oh, yeah. all the time. If I go into comparison, I go into lack mode. If I go into lack mode, I'm going to be sitting there with a thumb in my mouth going, I didn't get it down. Victim syndrome, man. Victim. Hey, Walt, have I ever told you about the emergency butt hurt kit? I can hardly wait, though. Tell me about it. I'll tell you all about it. This is for anybody. This is for anybody. If you all have this friend, and I know you have that friend, that friend that's just fault-finding, complaining, whining, you know they're in their victim syndrome. Victim syndrome, and I always don't, I have to just shift my voice when I say this. Victim syndrome, it's the VS. It's almost like the VD. It's catchy. You want to be careful. So we have to develop this system because all you out there with this victim syndrome, not to belittle your experience, we do understand quite well. But we developed the emergency. This is the victim emergency butthurt kit. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it comes with a, a special hemorrhoidal pad to sit your butthurt ass right down on. And you can sit right there with it. And some tissues for your issues. And I love it. And you get a pad with a pen of paper, and we're even going to make it a BOGO. Buy one, get one free, so you can get one for yourself. Because if you notice it in your friend, you got the BS too. I told you it's contagious. You got to be careful with that shit. <laughs> I love this. This is great. So, <laughs> and I say that because if you aren't in compersion, you're in victim syndrome mode. Is there a savior? I love you, Jeffrey. (laughs) Jeffrey's asking, is there a savior syndrome? (laughs) Savior syndrome. I think so. I think there is SS, the savior syndrome. I love that, dude. You rock. (laughs) You're so cool, Jeffrey. Uh, Yeah, it's called you. You are the savior. You Mm -hmm. are through our at one moment with source. Can I please throw that in? I don't ever take. I'm a spark of the divine. I am. A, and we are all sparks of the divine. You, Jeffrey, are a spark of the divine and a walking and a walking saver syndrome. Love that. I like that. You want to hear? By the way, something, something I wanted to tell you about because you, oh, yeah. you shared that cool stuff about um, dealing with thyroids through minerals and so forth. Yeah, yeah. I want to share some good news that you, you haven't heard. Some of our listeners have already heard, but you haven't heard. My wife just went off her thyroid med- medication on doctor's orders and she's getting blood tested and she may be able to stay off of it. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. What did she that, do? This has been after about two and a half years of dealing with this thing, including a number of visits to the endocrinologist where the endocrinologist said, point blank, you're going to be on this medication for the rest of your life, or you're going to have to do the radiation, or you're going to have to do one of those uh, alternatives. And, Every time we listened to him, we walked out of the office, looked at each other and said, no, nope, not happening. And then we went home and she's been doing, she's been mindful, basically. She's been working the law of attraction. She's been consciously creating. And she's also been taking real action steps, you know, changing, making changes in diet, making changes in behavior and so forth. But uh, primarily it's been a thought game, changing the thought process around. Oh my and, God, I love that. Yeah. She she was up to not the highest dose you can take of the methamazole, but she was at she was at her peak 
the highest that she reached when he said, you're going to be on this for the rest of your life. I, I thought maybe you might have a chance before you have no chance of being off it now. And that was a year Rock ago. on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Because, 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 yeah, conch, I love this because she just, she knows what's up. Yeah. I'm well, so proud of her. I'm proud of her too. I mean, let me tell you, we're excited. I mean, we're, we're waiting for the, she just had the blood work done. We're waiting for the call from the doctor to confirm that she can stay off the drug, which is, you know, really, really cool. But, yeah, I, I I love that. I am well, you know the thing, and I ah look at you, Jeffrey, like a savior. See, I don't feel like a savior. I feel like more like a helper. But I thank you for the recognition. I gotta, I gotta, I got you. And you know, honestly, I would be very playful with with how I was saying that. But yeah, I think we're. I think I agree with this a hundred percent. I think I totally agree with it a hundred percent. However, um, well, no, not however. I just agree with it. I think it's cool. Okay, hey, Jeff- cool. Hey, hey, Jeffrey. Hey, Walt. Y'all and every and anybody else. Y'all want to hear about tornado chasing and why you need all? The- yeah, let's. I would. You promised that last week, so we really have to bring that in. Otherwise, we're going to get letters. So, yeah, tell us about it. Okay, so um, back in the day when I was a younger child. Just kidding. Not joking. I'm so sorry. So back when I well, was, well, if it was, if, if was back, if you were younger. I don't care how long ago I was, was younger. I you was were. younger. Yeah. A little a bit. So yeah. this is back when I was with, uh, my previous, uh, partner, Dennis, and, mm-hmm. and he was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And we, he, we were into watching the weather channel. Well, he, okay. He, <laughs> that's an unusual pastime. That's all right. Watching the tornadoes. We were watching the tornadoes. We were watching okay. the sea, you know. He got me fascinated by the entire event of weather and, and, and we were talking about it one day and he goes, how about tornado chasing? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she just jumps right in two feet. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Well, he know, he knew me at that point. We'd been together for like 10 years. So he's like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, let's do that. So. <laughs> I can hardly wait. <laughs> so we start planning a trip based based around the weather and patterns. And, okay, we'll probably do this like June. Da, 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 mm-hmm. I think it was that time of year, like or May or something. Yeah. So we, I get a phone call one day, and he's at work, and he's like, hey, they've got this weather system, and it's blowing in, blah, 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 blah. Are you ready? I'm like, uh, yeah. So <laughs> this is not what we planned. This was totally not at all what we planned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you guys, this has a really big moral of the story in it. I promise you. Okay. So we take off, we rent a car, we buy the insurance. We, we start trekking off and we're going through Texas and we're following the storm and we do finally find it. And it is in Kansas of all places. I swear to you, I was Dorothy. And <laughs> I was waiting for the Wizard of Oz, uh, reference. So, so was, that's good. I was so Dorothy. I just didn't have a toto with me, but <laughs> at that point. So, oh my God, it was crazy. So we're driving through the hail's coming down and I do have video of this. The hail's coming down and mm. it's pinging. Oh yeah. Pinging the car. And I'm like, uh, I'm from Southern California. You know, I'm, I'm in fascination at the, the power of our universe, at the power oh, yeah. of this weather. And so we're driving, he's driving. I'm laughing. <laughs> I am laughing at. <laughs> Period. The hail's coming down, lightning's going, 
the water's rising faster. Than, I mean, it's, I mean, we're going down the street and it's just like splitting the seas. Okay. And I'm cracking up and he's, he's, over, uh, he's over there. I think maybe we better go find somewhere to, so like, and I'm like, well, hey, if you're going to, if we're going to die, we're going to die with our boots on, baby. Let's just go. And I got my Metallica's going, man, you know, you know, I'm serious. I've got, and he's just like, no, we got to listen to the weather report. I'm like, no, we need some Pantera, you know. Oh my God. Cowboys wow. from hell. I'm serious because I love my rock and roll. And I'm like, this is just so rock and roll. It, the, the sound of the sounds that are happening are crazy. It is imagine. just like, wow. Well, plus you're in a major, talk about being in a vortex. You're in a major energy vortex when you're that close to a tornado. We were really close. We pull over and now we're like, okay, literally the water's coming up on the car so hard. It's like, we don't want the engine to, to bog. So we pull over and, and we're just going to let it go. And I'm kicking it at the video. You'll see it. My, my feet are up on the, on the dashboard. I'm just chilling going, isn't this rad? I mean, it's just like, I have no fear about any of it because I'm just like, if I'm going down, I'm going down with fun, period. Remember, if this was your last day, what would you do? You got to live, right? So mm -hmm. I'm just like totally thrilled. So, all right, now the tornado, it, it, it starts to subside and we go on and we continue to drive. Now, mind you, it was, it is a vortex, literally, it is a vortex of energy. When you're up that close and you can see that sucker, Man, it is so powerful. You you respect that because it's just like, wow, Mother Nature is something to respect, I promise you. So then as we're driving and we're continuing, we're just driving off into Kansas, off into these wheat fields and everywhere. There's some pictures on Facebook where I'm laying out in the wheat fields and it's fabulous, right? <laughs> I'm just like feet in the air and I'm just – and it's gorgeous. So here's what, here's what winds up happening. Well, it's like all of it just goes away. All the storm and the, mm. and the, that intensity, that energy, that angry sky that's just to this glorious, gorgeous, uh, only God source, whatever you call it. I don't even care what anybody calls it. God sky of God's beauty that's mm -hmm. just breathtaking. Yeah. The clearing, the 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 sunburnt orange sky as the as the sun is setting and it's just incredible. So here we are, we're in the middle of nowhere. We're in the middle of nowhere and I'm respecting and loving and appreciating the smells and the touch and the everything and the sounds. And then mother nature calls me. And I have to tinkle. <laughs> okay. Now, well, it's, it's a delayed effect, is what that is. It took a I, while before it set in. Oh well, no, it happened during the storm too. But that at least we were still cityfied, so I could at least find a restroom. Now we're out in the middle of nowhere. Ah, uh -huh, okay. There's, there's the lightning storms are so cool in the evening. The oh, skies yeah. light up. And here I've got a tinkle. And Dennis is like, you know, honey, you're going to have to just go. And I'm like, 
Oh, remember, we talked about the princess and the pea, remember? Yes, okay. that's right. <laughs> now, this is okay. an interesting contrast, by the way. Now I got a tinkle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, oh, geez, Jiminy Crickets. And, 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 and I love my water, my iced tea, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm doomed. I have to do this. So he finally pulls over in this dirt road and this big fields everywhere. There's nothing around. There's some trees. So, nice. At least you had some trees in, in Kansas. That's a rare thing. So you're, you're actually in a good he, place. He found me trees, which I was really thrilled and, and yeah. grateful about the trees. But now I was scared. I'm like, Dennis, something's going to eat me. And I, I just don't know about this. <laughs> and he goes, honey, there's nothing's going to eat you. Just go do your thing. All right. Just, fine. Fine. So I go off to do my thing. Now I come, he left the lights on for the car so that I could at least see. Because mm-hmm. it was getting pretty dark, yep. and there's nothing out there. You can't see anything. Kansas on a dark night is dark. Yeah, it's, it's real just, dark. It's just dark. It's scary too, because there's. Look, I know I heard some rustling over there in the in the trees. Okay, I know I did. They were probably more scared of you than you were of them, but it's a point. Well, so but Walt, so let me tell you, I did. I swear to you, I thought I was going to get eaten. So I started my way back. This is a. Y'all, this is a true story, and I'm just going to tell you, it is, it's not even embarrassing to tell you anymore. This thing was going to eat me. I saw it. I heard it. I'm walking back, and I went quite a distance because I'm just like a girl. And I, there's this thing following me, and I, faster, and I'm like, oh my God, it's going to eat me. And this whole time, I'm starting to panic for real. Oh my god! So I get back, and Dennis is like, "What the hell is wrong?" And I'm like, "This is what I mean, it's gonna eat me, Dennis! Help me! Oh my god! This thing's gonna eat me!" And he goes, "What is gonna eat you? What?" And all of a sudden, I turn to point to him, and realize that that's my shadow. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh... I was like, "Oh, oops." <laughs> He's rolling. Cause I, I can understand. I'm literally terrified. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm gonna get it. I mean, the contrast here is stunning because in the middle of a tornado, a deadly uh, element of nature, you're laughing and you got your feet up, but you go take a pee and your shadow scares you. I mean, that's well, I that's quite a contrast. Right, I felt pretty safe in this car, and I'm like, whatever. But no, I'm out. Look, I had bare booty out in the woods. I'm pretty like I didn't know what could. Come. <laughs> well, know? now you know. <laughs> you found out. You what you found? What I found out is I had found that my shadow was going to eat me. <laughs> Scared the daylights out of you. <laughs> so, needless to say, I I that was like when you say don't be afraid of your own shadow. It's real. The moral mm. of the story is please don't be afraid of your own shadow. Mm. And tinkle in the woods. It's going to be okay. You're going to be all right if you tornado chasing. <laughs> See, that's not the way it would work with most people. Most people, they would be peeing in their pants over the tornado. You were peeing in your pants, or not in, but you were peeing after the tornado. And that's when you were scared, which is really, well, yeah. it's, I mean, that's not the normal way of things. That, I'm not normal, but that's not the way most people react to that kind of thing. Well, no, but... It, True. I swear to you, this thing was following me, though. I know it was my shadow now, but I'm not playing. Well, you were like right. 
I you was right. really scared. I was scared you know. to death. I'm like, ah! <laughs> but you know, this, that's, oh, I've got more stories, y'all. Just remind me to tell you about the time I went hiking down the Palos Verdes Cliffs to go shoot some photos because taking photos is like my favorite thing. I, one okay. of my first, yeah, one of my first uh, businesses ever was God's beauty. And I love to capture scenery. That was one of the reasons Dennis oh, and nice. I wanted, one of the reasons we wanted to go tornado chasing. And the, all of okay. this is because we were into photography, scenic photography, okay. and it was a pastime. It was just a hobby. Yeah. So that was one of the things. And, and, and just remind me next week, I'll tell you all about uh, hiking down the cliffs at Palace Verdes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I wasn't scared of any shadows on that one. Thank that, that's God. good. Well, you no. know, you, you you had the experience. You were done with that one. So, you know, that was all right. Well, um, totally. One, one thing I do need to get you to tell us a little about, because you promised last week, and if you don't do it this week, then I'll, we'll have, or one of us will have broken your promise. I'm not sure which one. But uh, you were going to tell us a little bit more about, okay, yeah. Um, well, you, you drink the water. I'll do the talking for a moment. Um you're going to tell us more about spirituality gone wild because I mean, that's your thing that, that, that's what you give you know, like the majority of your time to. And you got, you got quite a thing going on there. I've, I've seen like pieces of it, but give us like the, the broad outline. What, what all is going on there? There's a lot going on. Ton. Yeah. Oh my God. Where do you want me to start? So Jesus. Oh, the beginning is the best thing I can think, think of to think of, you know? So. Many moons ago, I had this great friend named Bob Miller, and I love Bob. He's no longer here. And we were talking about aliens and angels and stuff, and I'm like, oh, my God, spirituality's gone wild. This is crazy. And he goes, what did you say? And I'm like, spirituality's gone wild. I'm like, hmm. So I got this down. Yeah. And then I just, you know, there was this, I saw this, having this platform where people who are doing great work like yourself can be seen and heard. That was one of the, the aspects to it. Then... I just sort of kept going and now we have all these co-creators and we have the untamed club where you can learn emotional intelligence and, and gratitude alchemy, uh, courses and, uh, miracle, the miracle makers club and David Strickle's tie a boot camp, not the boot camp, but the master classes are back there. We have all kinds of great stuff in our untamed club. Um, that's that. We, I also do, um, right now I'm working on a really large event with, um, the owner of Hemp Incorporated out in Arizona. So we're doing a big 420 bash that's actually going to be planting 2000 hemp seeds wow. in, in Ken's community, which is near Kingsman, Arizona. We're, this is really cool. It's for veterans. And so it's a self-sustaining property. So that's something else that SGD SGW is doing and I have a Grateful Living magazine and Miriam Williamson was on that and wow James Twyman's on our new one coming up nice and I'm Very excited good. uh Jonathan Andy Goldman were just on and and I love them and in fact go to healingsounds.com Jonathan and Andy Goldman and if you have an Alexa just say Alexa play Jonathan Goldman and oh my god you could just go right into meditation no matter where you're at it's just fabulous I love his work oh my gosh for sound healing it's number one spirituality gone wild is a place for you to remember who you are and that's it that's what it is it's a it's where i invite you to explore every aspect of you and and invite you to learn how wonderful that you are remember how wonderful you are you know we all have 
Well, we all have our own harmony, our melody. And Mm -hmm. if each one of us are tuned into our own melody, together we create this ginormous harmony. You know, we've got the angel. Yeah. And, and I always say that God is our, we, God is the, is the conductor. We are an orchestra of one. And when we are playing in each of our, each our own melody, we do have that kind of harmonic um, capability in this world mm-hmm. and the harmony and the music. Well, you know, let's just take a step back and look at nature. One of my favorite things. You know, these little clips and you put them on uh, leaves that and, and hook it to a speaker. There will, I'm not sure. I don't think you need much technology, but a little bit that, you know, what happens is that you get to hear the sound. Mm. The sound, the vibration of the plant makes wow. a sound from the leaf. I never tried that. That's interesting. It, look it up on YouTube. I did. It's there. Mm. Sound itself, we are sound. Vibration, you see? Yeah. When we talk about the law of attraction and you're talking about aligning yourself, you're aligning yourself with the frequency, like tuning a radio station, you know? Yeah. Ooh, I, ooh, I like this. Ooh, I like that. Tune it a little more left. Turn it a little to the right. Fine. I, I like the way you were describing that a moment ago, too, because we tend to think of it as more of a metaphor, but we're talking about something, an actual physicality. Here. Oh, this yeah, no, just it's a metaphor. Science. This is science. This, this isn't just a woo-woo thing. This is, this no. is like, this is actual vibration going on. That's right. That's yeah. right. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, I am here to show all of you that without your dark, you wouldn't know your spark, that there is another way to do this. In my life, I've had the gracious opportunity to experience a lot of trauma. Huge. Mm-hmm. From we talked about, I mean, I'll, I, I'm not even going to go there. It's not, I don't need to go there. I can tell you that I have. And that gives me a compassionate heart to understand you, which also is a really good thing because then I can call you out because I call myself out. <laughs> yeah. just like, when you've been there. That's why people love to, to chill with me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I love you enough to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. I love me enough to tell me the truth. Love yourself enough to tell yourself the truth. You That's know the deal. truth. Yeah, because you know the truth. Well, not only do you know the truth, I mean, you may not be allowing yourself to know the truth. Mm-hmm. You do know it. But it's even more than that, especially if you're in a place of not allowing yourself to, to, to know your own truth. You're blocking it. You're burying it. You're digging it. You're you know, digging a deep hole and pretending that's all covered up and that it's not there. And it has a nasty tendency to come back and insist that it's there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when it does that, that's, that's when life gets out of balance. So it's a big deal. It's a very, very big deal to have that awareness of the wholeness of who we are, not just the parts that we like, but liking the other parts. Yeah. Like, like the whole thing, the whole package, regardless of what, what's in the package. And, and an interesting thing happens in the process because the more that we, appreciate all of who we are, the more we find that that stuff that we previously labeled as not so good stops being not so good, which is an interesting thing. It's not, you know, it seemed originally like it was, it was an objectively not so good thing. And then it changed. It changed in, in our perception simply because we started thinking about it differently. And then we end up, often making changes to improve it even. And now that thing that was so difficult to change before is no longer difficult to change because we don't think of it as difficult anymore. 
I love this. I it's love just, that. It's what mind shift does. That's exactly what mind shift does, right? I mean, you've been through, you've been through some, I mean, when you told us how you lost, what was it, 150 pounds, you went through some serious mind shift to do that. Big. That, that's big. not a small one. That's a big one. From, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, and, uh, yeah. And it's not just huge. one that you make one day and you're done. That was like an ongoing mind shift. Yep. And then after I lost all the weight, because I'd had two kids by that point, and after I lost all the weight, well, I decided to have a breast reduction because I was wow. a natural, I was a natural E. And these, this is, you guys are going to love it. Comes, I, she screwed up, left me an A, left me a size A. But they were gone. Oh have, my God. This is all, I have all the photos and the, you'll, you, this is all going to be in a book one of these days. Oh my God. I woke up, my ribs were higher than my, 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 my breasts. Well, I didn't have any anymore. And, uh, so anyway, leads to say, uh, after that, after that, then I had to have a hysterectomy and got a staph infection and almost died. So oh. I couldn't fix that, couldn't fix the issue yet. <laughs> Couldn't have that happen. No, I was four weeks in cedar cyanide, dude. No mouth or food, no water or food by mouth at all. I dropped, I dropped to 120 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm five. Believe me, that's ugly. I have photos of that too. Well, especially for a woman who's 5'10. I mean, that's a severe weight. It was so bad. And, uh, I don't remember a lot, but. What I do, what I can tell you is that when I tell you, when I say, when I say, if today were your last day, I know personally what that feels like, that that could have, that could be. Yeah. It's just, and, and I've had a lot of other things too. That's just a little tease. So, and I do what I do not to tell you that you're not doing it right or that you need to even do it differently. I'm just sharing with you perspectives that maybe sometimes when we shift it, it changes the way we see things. And that helps us to bring in the, the, the life and the reality that is more pleasing to us. And that is our preference. Absolutely true. Yeah. So I have a, I have a, a really, I have a heartwarming story about meeting Jimi Hendrix's brother, Leon Hendrix. Oh my. Okay. I, I have a super heartwarming story I can tell you now, or you guys can wait till next week. Uh, well, it depends on how long the story is. We got about uh, four, a little over four minutes left. Do we? Do we need more than that? Nah, not really. All right, then do it. All right, this is a fun story. So I'm a rocker chick, totally, obviously. Got that impression? Yes. Yeah, and so I went to go see Eric Clapton third row. Ah, totally. nice. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, three years ago, it was so cool. I was at the forum. Uh, backstage. So beautiful. Back then, I still smoke cigarettes. I don't anymore because I got I got a little smart on that. I don't know what happened. Congratulations. So I went out. I went to go sneak outside these these doors where there is nobody because this is back there. Mm -hmm. And there's this one guy there. That's it. People are up above and they're walking and they're shooting pictures. I have no clue who this is. So I walk up. He's wearing these really cool clothes. I'm like, hey, you, you, that's, I mean, we just start talking. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, I'm Leon Hendricks. Oh, that's cool. Are you in a band? <laughs> I love it. <sighs> He's like, yeah. Which one? I own. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> he's like, he looks at me and he smiles. And <laughs> my own stuff and some of my brothers. Mm. I said, oh, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> now, if you saw a picture of him, you know I needed. So. You just you can all, make the connection, that's all. Oh, you're going to literally. I'm glad you're sitting right now. He looks at me, he's like, Jimmy, it's all he said. And I looked at him and I took a step back. Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix. Oh, no, sh- I said, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I shook, took my head out and said, nice to meet you, Leon. What's up? <laughs> so cool outfit by the way man seriously y'all have great taste he did too right so then we start talking and then the conversation leads into talking about nature and about how nature is the original harmony of this planet that each plant each individual cellular structure on this earth is has its own melody that's what we call frequency. And he looks at me and goes, Jimmy used to talk just like that. He used to say just those really? things. And I'm over there going, cool, Jimmy. What's up? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not realizing, not knowing, not knowing that it was September 18th, the anniversary of his brother's death. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's nothing, dude. It gets better. It gets so good. Y'all are going to love this. It is the best, most, if I guarantee you, if you don't have tears in your eyes, by the time I'm done with this, there's something wrong with your heart. You need to get yourself a check. So, well, then we exchange numbers. Like there's something up like with this connection. I don't know at that time that this is the anniversary of his brother's passing, by the way. Okay. okay. No clue. I'm right. just like, Dude's cool. So I go home. I tell my friend. She's like, you did what? Where? Huh? And yeah. you realize what yesterday was? Because I was telling her the next day. She, I'm like, no. I was, it, yesterday was Eric Clapton celebrating. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. She's like, it was the anniversary of Jimmy's death. I'm like, oh, cool. All right. All right. Obviously, I know at this point something's up, something's up. So couple we we stay in connection leon and i do and then like a year later i go to see him play when i go to see him play i meet key st john at that point who's took over for sammy and montrose remember your rock candy baby mm-hmm. hot st- oh, okay yeah we love love montrose so he was with ronnie until the anyway that's another story i'll tell you about keith and everybody else another time so uh, Leon and I, Leon and I are talking and he, he's got another gig coming and he needs a sponsor for this event. Okay. okay. Now, given what I do, I'm like, I know who's supposed to sponsor you instantly. And I keep hearing Josie Herndon, Josie Herndon. And I'm thinking, you want addiction therapeutic services to sponsor this? What the heck? And I'm listening to spirit going, what the heck? <laughs> huh? And then this time, so Josie, I know this is going to sound off the wall. But remember I was telling you about Leon and I was telling you, she was, yeah, and I said, I, I want you to sponsor an event coming up. She goes, Debbie, you want me to sponsor a rock concert where they have booze? Of a treatment center. I said, it's a direct hit. Just do it. <laughs> She's like, that's <laughs> <laughs> what I told her. I'm like, direct hit, baby. Let's go. Let's go. So we did do this. Wow. We're all there. It's over in Anaheim. So 
Leon comes walking in with his girlfriend, Jasmine. And I'm like, hey, Leon, what's up? He introduces me to Jasmine. I said, you guys, let me introduce you to your sponsor, Josie Herndon. So Jasmine grabs me by the arm. She goes, Josie Herndon? Wait, she's here? And I stand back and go, you know Josie? And I'm, she's, and I'm anyway, so they're friends. They're in the same dang field from uh, Palm Spring, same area. And I'm like, well, wow. okay. So anyway, so he winds up doing my rock and roll winter solstice. And then the, he does some recovery events and things like that because he's in recovery. And then he knows the buddies and right, right. It's just all a thing. Well, there's one more that just really is unbelievable. So here I am a couple years after that, or maybe a year after that. And I'm in Desert Hot Springs and there's an event going on called the Bhakti Fest. So these guys show up from the Bhakti Fest and there's this kid. Well, he's not. Yeah, he's a kid because he's my son's age. His name is Joshua Hanna. Joshua Hanna has Humboldt CBD, made a human health, and he's completely awesome. So Joshua and I start talking and he tells me this story about when his dad died, Buddy Hanna, when he was eight years old. And oh, man. He's telling me how he could never forgive this murderer of his dad, mm. you know, he mm. and, and then he went on this bad ayahuasca trip and he wrote like this article that got millions of views about the bad side of ayahuasca, even though there is, like he said, a good side of ayahuasca, too. And then we went on to um, he went he went on to tell me about his dad and then he forgave the murderer. He wrote wow. the, when he was 28 years old, Walt. Good he, for him. He wrote a letter and sent it to the prison that the murderer was in. Wow. Now, we're sitting here on my phone, and I'm showing him the hip camp I just set up, and I'm showing him all the people that have came to visit me in the hip camp, and he points down, and he goes, is that Leon Hendricks? And I said, "Are you?" my head's just rattled. I'm like... How do you even know who that is? And he sits back and he looks at me. He goes, really, Debbie, I'm serious. That's Leon Hendricks. And I said, the Leon Hendricks. Yes. He said, that was my dad's best friend. Oh, my. Oh, my. Wow. It's so Talk uh, about synchronicities. Oh, oh, my. So I sat back and I just went. So they've since met. And he got to hear all these stories about his dad. He'd oh. never hear ever. I can't even wow. tell the story freaking dry eyed because it's just so good. <sighs> that's heartwarming. I mean, I understand how, how it affects you with the tears yeah, too, but for me, just, that just warms just, my heart up. Right. Well, because yeah. that's a gratitude. These are gratitude. These are my gratitudes. Okay. Yeah, I have yeah. gratitude tears. Gratitude tears because. But that's, that's so fabulous though, because yeah. I mean, look at all the ways that this, the law of attraction universe brought stuff together completely unexpectedly so that this guy could have a connection with somebody who was best friends with his dad. I mean, that's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. And that's if you ever so got, wonderful. it is beautiful. If you ever want to see, uh, just go Josh Hanna, Debbie G. Spirituality Got Wild, and you can find the interviews I've done with Josh, and you can also do the same with Leon Hendricks. Uh, he, Leon and I in a salt cave, that's a good one, where he's talking about where the song Purple Haze came from. Really? Oh, I always wondered about that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. have to yeah. check that out sometime. Yeah, it's not about drugs, guys. It's not about drugs. That's good to know, because at the time, yeah. that's exactly what I thought it was. When no. I was learning how to play the song the first time, I wondered about that, but uh, this is good that's to something. know. And if... if um, 
um, if you guys are ever interested in any of the big live events I'll be doing, Leon, you could almost bet you Leon will be at one of my events with some some way or somehow and listening to his stories about astral travel and his spiritual uh, awesomeness is such a fun experience. Not to mention all the cool stories that you get to hear about Jimmy all the time. And I've got in this phone some uh, great recordings that we've done that will be coming out. Really cool. Well, yeah. this is going to be the conversation to be continued, but, uh, this has been good. Thank you for the stories, Debbie. Really, really happy that you were sharing them and we're looking forward to next week. And by the way, make sure you download the LOA Today app. That's how you keep up to date and send in stuff to us. If you can't be here to be part of the live stream, that's how you can get something into the conversation. So take advantage of doing that as well. Thank you again, Deb. We'll be seeing you next week. Thank you, especially to our podcast listeners without with them, without whom we wouldn't have a podcast. You know, that, that's what's so cool about podcasts. We'll see you all next time here on LOA today. Goodbye, everybody.